His Love Christian Fellowship is excited to share this podcast with you. We hope you enjoy this message. What I'm speaking on tonight is our words form our worlds. Um, something the Lord spoke to me um, when I was spending time with him. And it brought me back to a scripture in James, James 3, where he says, Indeed, we all make mistakes, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. I dwelt on that so many times because it's like, wow, what are you saying with that? <laughs> I know it's, uh, it's one of those things we all deal with. You know, you get in situations, you get to talking to certain people, and then you leave, and you're like, why did I say that? Why did I agree with that? You know, it's just so easy to fall into that. And it's like, Lord, what is that? And I don't know. But um, so I was spending time with him, and he has spoke to me. He said, your words form your worlds. And um, what I'll just start with, with what I wrote down here. The Lord has been speaking to me about what comes out of our mouths really make a difference. Um, it really makes a difference what we say. He said, what we speak is what forms our worlds. We are made in his image, and how does he, the creator, create things? He speaks them into existence, and we were made in his image. So I was looking back in Genesis uh, chapter 1 when God created everything, and what's he say at the beginning of everything he does? He says, then God said, that's what he says before everything he created, then God said. Um, Genesis 1, 26 through 28 says, Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and all the small animals that scurry along the ground. But I noticed something in that I hadn't really noticed before. When he created us, he said that we would reign over everything when he was, um, let me back up. When he was saying that he was going to create us, he said that we would reign over everything. But what you notice is, for that to happen, he actually had to speak it over us after he created us. Because in 27, it goes on to say, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth, govern it, reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. He had already said that's what he was going to do with us. But after he created us, he spoke it over us. That's what made it come to pass, is him speaking that over us. I'm like, wow. And no wonder. You made us in your image. (laughs) When you was making something happen, you spoke it. And you're telling us to watch our words, <laughs> you know, watch what we speak. So um, now back to what I said at the beginning um, about our words forming our worlds. When the Lord was speaking to me, what I saw was I saw myself in the world, obviously, his world, with lo- like what I would call a bubble around myself. So I saw myself in the world, but yet I had my own little world around me. And he said, that's the world you create with what you speak is that atmosphere 
around you. And I'm like, wow, it makes sense. It's just like what we, you know, we've heard about the thermostat, you know, and all that, all that. It's what, what is around us, what we speak is our world. Um, so now he wasn't just saying that what we speak will change everything we see. Oh, hold on a second. Um, with that, he showed me that my bubble was my world and said, you form the world you speak. So he wasn't saying that what we speak will change everything we come into contact with completely. That wasn't what he was saying to me. But that what we speak has a direct effect on everything we come into contact with, whether we see it or not. And so what I seen it like was a thermostat for one. You know, the thermostat in your house, when you set it, it may not seem like it's doing anything. And matter of fact, a lot of times it's going the wrong direction. You're like, is this thing going to work because the temperature's going down? But it is because then it kicks on. It, it warms it back up. So it's, um, I saw our words as making all circumstances different, even when we had no clue they were. So even we had no idea. The things we were speaking were making a difference. For instance, when we speak negatively about things, it directly affects how hard it is to push through those things or, or how hard it made it for others to push through those things. Have you ever had a fleeting thought of, like me, I'm the kind that tries to figure out everything. And so you see somebody else going through something, and you're like, well, if that was me, I would have tried to do it this way. You know, it's just it's how your mind works. Well, what he showed me with that is you're not helping them push through that thing. You're actually causing resistance when you speak against them. And I'm like, wow. And it's not even verbally. It's just one of those things of are you going to stand with them or are you not? You know what I mean? So... Um, that's what I've seen is how hard it was for them to push through because we weren't helping them push through that atmosphere. It would make it harder for them. When we would speak positive words, it would make the atmosphere easier to push through. And I didn't see it again. I didn't see it as taking away the push. What I seen it as, this may seem funny, but what I seen it as, if you've ever used those sliders, like if you're going to move your furniture, you get those sliders, you pick your furniture up and sit on it, how much easier it is to push the furniture around in the house instead of trying to do it on the carpet or whatever. It was like that. The, the speaking positively didn't take away resistance. It made it a whole lot less than what it could have been if we would have just went without agreeing with what the Lord's saying in the situation simply is what, what I'm coming down to. Um, what we all like to do, <laughs> and I say we all, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, <laughs> what we all like to say is, well, it's kind of hard to speak something that's not reality. Have we not said that? It's kind of hard to speak something that's not reality. I don't see that. That's not what's happening. This, is easily, this easily becomes our automatic response because of the world we live in. A lot of times it will seem like the opposite of what we are speaking is what is actually taking place and we have no control over it. So what we do what do we do? We fade back into the negative because we think it lines up more with reality. When in true reality our speaking that brings forth a reality we didn't want in the first place because we're agreeing with the negative which is the enemy who is fighting against us, okay? 
The reason I think this happens is because all things in life, everything has to be watered to grow. And I was thinking Paul might appreciate this. Everything has to be watered to grow. And the enemy is an expert at making things look different than what they truly are. That's what he's done from the beginning. He's made things look different than what they truly are. So if he can get us to feel like we're wrong and the opposite of what we want to happen is happening, then we begin to speak and come into alignment with him, and that waters what he's wanting us to water and causes the opposite to happen. So we're not coming into agreement with the Lord. Because of this, I really believe the Lord was showing me Hebrews 11.1 1 is our key in this. And I'm going to read it in the New Living first. That's what I uh, first seen it in. But the passion is amazing. <laughs> the New Living says, Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. The Lord has spoke to me on that a long time ago about that being our blueprint. You know, our faith is kind of like our blueprint of what we're, what we're asking for and we're pushing in for. And I thought, well, that is awesome. The Passion Translation says, Now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. <laughs> I thought that's amazing. That is exactly what he's trying to get me and us into is realizing our faith is the reality. It's not what we see all the time. It's not what we feel. How many days do you feel like it's going to be a good day? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of days you don't feel like that. Does that mean we need to be negative and mope around and make it worse? <laughs> That's, that's how the enemy operates. He tries to make us feel or see or, or uh, it seem like things are completely different than what they are. So it is the assurance we need to water what needs watered so our answers can grow up to fruition. That's what I feel like Hebrews 11.1, 1, the Passion Translation, is. And I'm going to read it again quickly. Now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Anytime we want to doubt Hebrews 11.1, 1, I was thinking about this, and Lord was showing me this. Anytime we want to doubt Hebrews 11.1, 1, just put yourself beside God when he created the world. What would you have been saying? <laughs> it was nothingness. You can't make a world out of that. There's nothing there. How are you going to make people out of dirt? There's, you know, there's not even any dirt there yet. <laughs> That's what we do when we agree with what the enemy's saying. That's the opposite of what the Lord's told us. We're saying, like, we can see something that is not obvious to the Lord. <laughs> this can't happen because look, <laughs> this, what I'm seeing is not lining up with what's actually going to take place. And I think partly that is why the Lord sits in the heavens and he laughs. Because <laughs> he's saying, come on. <laughs> That's not reality. <laughs> doesn't matter what you see or what you think. <laughs> um, so what I thought is um, that mass of nothingness doesn't look like anything like planets or people 
or animals <laughs> and think how stupid that would have been to say that to our father. Our father doesn't care what we think we see. Have you ever told your kids anything like that? <laughs> we don't care what you think. This is what he says. <laughs> he doesn't care what we feel or what things seem like. He cares who we believe and he cares what we speak. Everything else we feel are only byproducts of the world we are walking in and the world we are creating around us, both of which have to line up with the words we speak because we were created in our Father's image. You get what you speak because what you speak is what you believe and your words help form your reality. So I was thinking about it, and I thought, okay, what does that mean? Does that mean nothing bad will ever happen? No, it's not what that means. Does it mean everything we speak will take place exactly like we think it's going to take place? No, has nothing to do with that either. Does it mean we will totally understand everything that happens and the Lord's doing? No, doesn't mean that either. So what I felt like the Lord was saying in this was, be like a child. When you don't understand something, trust your father cares for you more than you could ever understand. He is there to walk you through regardless of what you feel, see, hear, or think. If we can come into the place of being like a child, when one of our children are scared, you know, or don't understand, and we console them and tell them it's all right and help them through, they're fine. It's better. That's how the Lord wants us to be with him. He's not expecting us to see it. He's not expecting us to understand it. He's expecting us to believe that when he says it's okay, it's okay. We don't have to worry about it anymore. When he says it's black, it's black. When he says it's white, it's white. He's not asking us to go above and beyond that. He's asking us to keep it simple and believe what he tells us. So in all this, I was feeling like, um, I think quantum physics is all a part of this law that the Lord has established. Quantum physics amounts to, if you study or acknowledge or look into something, it changes the outcome. Just like when we speak words of faith, it changes the outcome. When we really press into something and we look into something the Lord's telling us and he says, no, I've promised you this. This is what's going to happen. And we begin to look in and press into that thing. It changes the outcome. It just does. That's what quantum physics, that's what happens with quantum physics. When you really look into something, it, scientists are puzzled because it never happens the way they think it's going to. It's because the Lord's in control. We're not. And I thought, that's, that's cool. Um, Matthew 21, 21 through 22 says, Then Jesus told them, I tell you the truth, if you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this and much more. You can even say to this mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown in the sea, and it will happen. You can pray for anything, and if you have faith, you will receive it. We've all heard that before, but have we all come into the place of saying, Father, I don't see how you're going to do it but I believe you because I know you love me more than I love myself. And I know you've brought me this far. It doesn't matter what things look like. It doesn't matter what they feel like. I know you're going to take care of them from here on out. 
And I felt like that's what the Lord was saying to me. It doesn't matter what the situation is. In most situations, I don't get stressed out about things. I don't struggle with feeling like he's not going to meet me or anything like that. But you always have these things that will come up. You know, they'll catch you off guard. And it's like you'll catch yourself. Why am I so stressed out over that? You know, if we can just come back to that place, it doesn't matter if we understand. It doesn't matter if we responded right. What matters is if we come back and set our eyes on him again and come into that place of, you know what, Lord, you're in control. I have faith in you. It doesn't matter. Um, Proverbs 21, 23, the message says, watch your words and hold your tongue. You'll save yourself a lot of grief. <laughs> You know, when you're kids, you see that firsthand. And then as you get adults, it's true. I mean, it really is. And I thought, I like the message. It's, it says things the way you, you've dealt with them in life a lot of times. <laughs> um, what I felt like with this is I'm just scratching the surface on what the Lord is trying to teach us about the words we speak. I mean, I don't know what all he's trying to say. When he spoke that to me, I'd never seen that bubble around myself before um, of being the world that I'm creating around myself. And when I go into places, you know, that's what's changing the atmosphere I'm running into. And either my atmosphere is changing somebody else's or they're changing mine, one of the two. Um, but I've never seen it exactly like that. But what I know is that if we speak negative all the time, it has an effect. It just does. If we stay in that place of unbelief, we are hindering what the Lord wants to do. Is hindering what the Holy Spirit is trying to do, and it's hindering what the angels the Lord's assigned to us are trying to assist us in doing. I fully believe we are going to walk in victory this year. I really feel like, and I felt like your word, Tony, was confirmation. I mean, I really felt like this year is victory. And, and who knows what that means for every person, but I felt like victory is this year. And we need to partner with the Lord. And I was thinking about that. I thought, you know what? We need to partner with the Lord this year in our victory, just like Ron and Teresa's partner with the Lord on the healing, on this cancer thing. You partner with him, and it just expounds how things are taking place and how you can move forward. Just like we've partnered with him in other victories we've had, we've all, we all can look back and say, we pressed in and we prayed and the Lord done this. We asked the Lord for this and he done it. If we can partner with him like that and not fight against him, I think the victory is going to be beyond what we can dream of this year. It doesn't matter if it's a thing or a person. Here's, the, here's how I ended with this. Um, when I was going through this, I was like, okay, Lord, I know our words mean things, and I know you're trying to teach us how to walk in that, and I know that we're just scratching the surface of what that amounts to, but this is what I felt like um, he showed me in the end of this, is he said, it doesn't matter if it's a thing or a person, when you always have a negative response towards someone or something, then that is something you need to go after. If there's something, when it comes up, you just have this thing rise up in you of negative and irritated. You need to go after that thing. And what I felt like he was saying with that is, ask the Lord to show you what it is first. 
but then ask him to show you, for one, if it's a person, how to forgive that person. It, it can be just between you and the Lord. It doesn't matter. Whatever he shows you, ask him to show you how to forgive that situation. And then ask him to show you how to begin to speak the opposite of what you felt. So if you felt, oh, I can't stand that person. Ask him how to show you for blessing over that person. Because what it's doing is it's not only freeing that person because you are doing something in the spirit realm with that person, but you're also doing a mighty healing in yourself if you can do that. And matter of fact, it's been talking about that on the, those cancer um, DVDs we've been watching. They've talked about that too. I thought, wow, that's the same thing. It not only releases something to that person, it does an awesome work in you. But the same way with things or situations that come up, ask the Lord to show you how to speak the opposite over that thing. Because when you begin to speak the positive, next thing you know, that's going to be, it's not going to have that irritation when it comes up. And you're going to be in a completely different place. And what I felt like the Lord said is, when you speak the opposite of what you feel and you begin to walk in that, bless and forgive, it will not only shift our worlds, it will physically heal our bodies, our minds, our souls, and our spirits in that place. And he's going to do that through this coming year. So that's what I Okay, if you want to stand, I'll pray for all of us. Lord, I just come before you tonight, and Lord, I lift myself and each and every one of us up in this place tonight. And Lord, you know each one of our hearts. And Lord, you know those places in us that have been irritations or wounds or or anger or the things that's that's been from the past and and lord i feel like you're wanting to free us from that so lord we can walk in more victory in you than we've ever had before and lord i'm asking that you would teach us as a people to begin to walk in a spirit of uh, speaking your words of blessing our enemies Lord, of loving those we come into contact with, and Lord, walking in your spirit day in and day out. Lord, I'm asking that we would come into the place that we would be able to be your carriers of love. Because Lord, if we can forgive and, and we can press in for blessing for others, and Lord, we can stand with our brothers and sisters and what they're pressing in for, and, Lord, we can release the angers we've had of situations in the past. Lord, what a healing place that's going to be for each and every one of us. And, Lord, what, uh, <laughs> Lord, it's just like, uh, to me, what a revival it would bring to all those we come into contact with. Because, Lord, there wouldn't be things coming out of our mouths that's not you. Lord, we would be speaking what's on your heart. We would be blessing those that are hard to bless. And Lord, we would be um, carriers of your spirit. And Lord, I ask for that for each and every one of us, Lord. Heal our emotions and our minds and our hearts from the past and help us to carry your love to everyone we come into contact with. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to this message. Yeah.